Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, your host, and I am just delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, Spring Cleaning Your Life, with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio. You know, we've been through profound loss and change over the past year, and many are taking a closer look at all aspects of their lives. Perhaps you depended and relied on others to manage your life, and whether it's comfortable or not, you have the power to change. It may not be easy, but it is an opportunity to organize, rebuild, and be proactive. Now is the time to take inventory of our lives. What is working? What is not? What do I need to release and manifest our heart's desires? And as we release clutter, whether it's physical, mental, and emotional, we feel freer, lighter, and can be our true, authentic selves. You know, there was a time in my life when I took inventory, and it frightened me. And I was not pleased with what I was manifesting. I centered myself, asked for guidance, and a life raft and an anchor was provided. And I know that divine love meets our needs, but it takes awareness, courage, and loving ourselves to create the change we desire step by step. As Albert Einstein quotes, out of clutter, find simplicity. From discord, find harmony. And in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. And Katrina Meyer says, get rid of clutter and you may just find that it was blocking the door you've been looking for. And Wayne Misner, keeping baggage from the past will leave no room for happiness in the future. And oftentimes we we may not even be aware of the clutter we've been packing in our lives. We just know our life is just not moving in the direction of our heartfelt desires. And our amazing guest today on Spring Cleaning Your Life is Julie Carasio, and she will show us just how. Julie is an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified life coach. She's passionate about supporting people in clearing clutter in all areas of their lives, getting organized, and becoming more mindful and aware. She hosts the popular self-help podcast, Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out, and is the author of 10 books, including Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompts Series, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. That's powerful. Julie is an amazing life coach who reawakened your brilliance. 
So, Julie, on that note, I welcome you to Love Light. You're going to really help us reawaken our brilliance. And I am just delighted to have you back on the show. Thanks, Jean. I'm thrilled to be here. I always enjoy talking with you and you do your homework and you're such a <laughs> wonderful host. It's, it's always a pleasure. Well, thank you so much. And Julie, tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired your interest in living a clutter-free life? Well, I think that I've always tried to be the best person that I can be. And probably about 20 years ago, really what the impetus was, my brother said to me, you know, you see yourself as a victim. And in that moment, I can hear him, right? Because we're not always open when people are being supportive. And he said it in a supportive manner. It wasn't to be mean. But in that moment, I could hear him. So that put me on this path to self-discovery. And then after I started my business organizing, I had this epiphany. I was like, well, if we just get organized, it'll be okay. And what I realized, it was more about clearing the clutter. And so I noticed as I did the work on myself, it helped my environment. And it also supported my clients. And so I became passionate about, hey, how can we live clutter-free lives? And again, it's not just not about the physical stuff. It's about the mental clutter, relationship clutter, and all of that. Because when we clear that our clutter, then we can share our gifts with the world. And, you know, looking around today, you just have to open a newspaper or pop online to see the chaos of the world. Yes. What a different place we'd live in if we all had cleared our clutter. Mm, yes, yes. And Julie, you have a definition of clutter that's different from most people. What is your definition? And maybe share some examples of the types of clutter and how it impacts our lives. Absolutely. So my definition of clutter is this. Clutter is anything that prevents you from creating the life you choose, deserve, and desire. And I like to say awareness plus action equals change. Mm -hmm. So we might not even be aware of our clutter. I just mm -hmm. mo mentioned a moment ago, my brother said, hey, you see yourself as a victim. And that is a great example of clutter because when we see ourselves as a victim, we're wallowing. A lot of times then we blame others and you say we want to change our life. But if it's everyone else's fault, we lack the motivation to do that. We don't take responsibility and we're most likely not going to take action. So viewing yourself as a victim is one form of clutter. I am a big believer in forgiveness and it's something I'm constantly working on. But to me, that spiritual clutter when you don't forgive, it affects you more than it affects the person that you're not forgiving. And mm -hmm. it's taking up rent in your head, and that can be something that can have a huge impact on your life. Another popular uh, thing that I view as clutter is jealousy. Social media has made it so easy for us to be jealous of people and their perceived lives when a lot yes. of it's really curated. They're only going to show you what they want to see or you know, my favorite people, you know, photoshopping private planes that they are about <laughs> right. to board, which isn't true. But yeah. that can spark jealousy. And you can have jealousy as clutter, making you angry and stewing. Or you can not have it and be clutter free and say, hey, how am I going to use my jealousy to motivate myself to get what I'm jealous of? Mm, wow. And then, of course, the physical clutter. Can you talk a little bit about that? The things that we pack or, you know, satisfying our the things that we find are 
self-soothing and comforting that may lead to addictions even, you know? So can can you share a little bit about the physical clutter or the, you know, addictions that we, you know, engage in for self-soothing? Sure. uh, Okay. If we have physical clutter, well, first of all, that can create debt, right? If you're trying to keep up with the Joneses and it's one of those things that it is preventing you from having peace in your space, whether it's in your home or in your office, you know, if you're at work, you need to be mentally sharp. And that physical clutter can prevent you from having mental clarity. But it's like the closet full of clothes with the tags still on them. Even if you are not consciously aware of it, Gene, you are aware of it. It is impacting your life because everything's energy. So if you want to come home and be able to relax, if you have a lot of physical clutter, you're not going to be able to do that. And it prevents you from thinking clearly. It can lead to relationship clutters if you're fighting with a spouse over, hey, you've got to get this clutter out. we got to get organized. we got to do something. And so the physical clutter impacts us just as much as all the other clutter. Mm, that is so powerful. Looking at, you know, victim mentality that we can create for ourselves and blame others for that. Uh, it shows us how we can empower ourselves to move forward and really get out of that victim mentality mm-hmm. and take responsibility for our own lives. And I love uh, that you indicated the spiritual clutter, the need to forgive. I think that's powerful. And as you indicated, it's not really just about the other, but empowering ourselves to forgive ourselves and, you know, others, which makes us free. And then this, our attitudes of envy and jealousy and and things of that nature that keeps us mired in negativity. And you're telling us that this is also an aspect of what emotional or mental clutter and then the physical aspects of clutter, the excessive things that we accumulate Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sits around and just blocks space and blocks our lives. Julie, can you tell us what will happen if we don't declutter, if if we don't declutter our lives? And what are the benefits if we, you know, engage in this decluttering process? Great question. If we don't clear our clutter, we're going to stay stagnant. And I don't know about Eugene, but I'm guessing you're a different person five years ago. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I used to buy excessively, you know, and try to soothe myself with, you know, comforting myself. And it's like, hey, this is not working. And as I shared, I had to go through my own dark night of the soul to Mm -hmm. really look at my life, which frightened me. You know, it's like, okay. And then a spiritual leader said to me, you know, you created this. Do you understand? And I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? I created this. I'm a victim. You know? Right, right. <laughs> and it scared me because that was like the first step of me becoming awake, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of my thoughts and what am I thinking? How am I feeling? You know, what am I doing? So go move forward and just share more about this. Well, I want to, you touched on something very important. You talked about the dark night of the soul. And I'm going to ask you, and we didn't rehearse this, but <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I would like to know, are you happier now than you were five years ago? Even though the dark night of the soul was tough, are you happier? I am happier. And, you know, the dark night of the soul was absolutely spiritually necessary mm-hmm. for me to really take a deeper look, surrender, and really move 
more into what we're really connecting to my inner self as opposed to looking at the outer world because I think through the outer world that's where we blame others mm-hmm. you know we or we look for the outside outer things in our life relationships or things that can hopefully give us temporary what ease or pleasure, but after a while, we're back to that same point. So I am so much happier going through that dark night, but it wasn't easy. (laughs) It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Yes, yes. Because I think something that really keeps a lot of us stuck, and I include myself in this, I include you, I include clients I've worked with, and like you, I've done hundreds of interviews, and everyone who is walking this path has said the same thing, that the energy and time that it took to not look at the more challenging stuff was a lot harder and a lot more draining than actually walking through the fire. So I want to encourage people <laughs> yeah, who are listening to remember, mm-hmm. I know it might be hard and you might be afraid, but just trust. I'm telling you, Jean's telling you, and other people will tell you as well. It is easier to walk through that fire and find that relief than trying to keep the it's like a a physical clutter and throwing everything in the closet and trying to keep it shut and stuffing it and stuffing it and eventually it's going to pop open so go for it it's not going to be as bad as you think you will find support but if you don't then you're going to stay where you are and you're going to stay stagnant and i don't know many people who are are truly happy if they haven't changed their life and they haven't moved forward I love that. I love that. And I love that formula. I used to use that in my class a lot about change equals awareness plus action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so powerful. And I love, you know, you're going to share, you know, give us some journal prompts and take us through uh, an exercise in the second segment. But I really love your book, Got Clutter, 365 Journal Prompts Series. And You know, I think the most powerful thing that I recognize from your book was reclaiming time, money, sanity, and resources because we lose so much when we clutter our lives, don't we? We really do. And I'm I'm so glad that you brought that up because the benefits, we don't have time on this show for me to list all of the benefits (laughs) that you get when you declutter your life. And that's really important because what you have to find and your listeners have to find is what is going to motivate you. For some, it's going to be getting their space back when they clear that physical Mm -hmm. clutter. For Mm -hmm. some people, it's going to be harmony in relationships. I mean, who wants to fight with their significant other all the time? I know I don't. And, you know, maybe for someone, if they clear that health clutter and it's more vibrant living or we get rid of that scarcity mentality and it's bringing abundance financial abundance into our life because when we clear that clutter then it's everything opens up yes 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 do you find that because i know you know we'll talk about this more in the second segment uh people feel quite overwhelmed it's like when i looked around and saw my life i was like oh my god can i ever get back to sanity (laughs) and uh it takes that step by step but what i realized As I took small steps, the litmus test was how it made me feel. I Mm -hmm. felt better step by step by step. And I think our listeners have to realize that, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. 
take change, make change one moment at a time. And as you indicated, from emotional, mental, spiritual, or whatever, it may start with forgiveness, right? It I may think that's, yeah. I, yes. For me, I'd mm-hmm. say that's one. There are a couple places that I'd recommend if you have to start, and forgiveness is definitely one. Okay, wonderful. Forgiveness and, you know, just um, our own attitudes. Like, And I love what you brought up about jealousy and envy because there are a lot of people who are in competition with others. And it's like you have to walk your own path. You don't know what people have gone through to get mm-hmm. to where they are. You know, <laughs> we're on different paths, right? So I don't have to envy you. You don't have to envy me. There's enough problems out here to make a change and make different, make make life better for others, for ourselves and others. Absolutely, and you touched on something that I think is really important. You said, you know, it's not an overnight process. Now, you know, I know Eckhart Tolle had his night of darkness and then become enlightened. Well, good on you, but that's not how it is for just about everyone else I know. And when mm-hmm. I was younger, Jean, I used to believe that there was this end, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe when I turn 55, I'll be enlightened yes, if I keep, yes. on, keep on working on myself. And what I've discovered is that's not the case at all, that I'm always learning and I'm always growing. And I hope until I pass on to the next adventure that that's the path I'm on because, I, you know, there, we're always healing. Like something happened to me the other day and I was like, ah, you need to heal a little more in that area yes. and it's okay. Yes. And I use that as, okay, that's a signpost for you. Mm-hmm. So. One of the things that I always try to do is when I get upset is to bring it back to me. Okay, maybe they did a stinky old thing. And yes, they did a stinky old thing. But what about you? Let's not worry about them. Let's bring it back to you. What in you needs to heal? What Mm -hmm. do you need to do to support you in healing to move forward? Because it's not going to do me any good to just sit there and stew, right? That doesn't help me. Right. That's so empowering. And I think we have to realize that as Maslow said, we are always in a state of becoming. We don't get to the top of the mountain and say, okay, I've arrived. I'm successful. I'm perfect. Life doesn't work like that because, as you said, just the other day, something came up. We're in this human existence and anything can pop up that can take us back to our old uh, way of being, but we have to I think, snap out of it. You know, I know for myself when I'm in that kind of mode, it's like, okay, wait a minute. I don't like how I'm feeling. I don't like how I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I need to really take time and stop and really look at wh- wh- what is this about so that I can reset. I, I like to look at life now as a spiral. I used to look at as linear mm-hmm. and a very straight line, like you'd go from A to B, but I'm like, ah, sometimes I go up the spiral, then sometimes mm-hmm. I slide back down. And the next time I get a little bit of further and maybe slide down a little bit. So that's kind of the analogy I use. That it's, life is more like a spiral instead of this direct A to B Yes. Line. I love that because I think we were kind of trained to think linearly. And I love, I kind of envision this spiral upward, (laughs) you know, moving upward, even though at some times you may stop and you have to kind of reset or rethink. But the spiral upward uh, to me works more positively because it shows that I'm still climbing and I'm Mm -hmm. still progressing. So, Julie, I think it's time for a brief commercial break. So to our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on spring cleaning your life with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer, certified life coach. 
host of Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out and author of Got Clutter, 365 journal prompt series, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. 
Welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we will continue with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer, certified life coach, author of Got Clutter, 365 journal prompt series on Reclaiming Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. And here we are again for our second segment for Spring Cleaning Your Life. And Julie, uh, thank you so much for all those uh, points that you shared in our first segment about what clutter really is, the benefits of it, what happens if we don't. And, And spring cleaning is just not for a season, but it is a way of life. So let's unpack the clutter, be free, and create the life we desire. You know, uh, and this is really, I think even as we look at clearing physical clutter, it's an opportunity to give away needful things to others. So Julie, uh, there's something that i like for you to kind of elaborate on. I know that you... um, help people with uh, end-of-life organizing. And, you know, many have suffered, you know, losses. Uh, And perhaps there are those who, you know, might not want to think about organizing or end-of-life or whatever. But I think what we found during this pandemic Mm -hmm. (laughs) is certainty of life. And that even though we may not like planning or thinking about it, you know, until we face it, uh, loss and change is inevitable. And, you know, we might take a look at how we can make this easier because in a moment things can change. How, let, let's, can you share with us or give us some tips on organizing our life or end of life organizing to make it easier for ourselves and our loved ones? Sure. Well, I want to tell you how I became interested in this because I think it, it's going to drive home a really important point that when you plan for your end of life, you get peace of mind, but your family gets peace of mind. So about three or four years ago, my dad said, I want you to meet with my accountant and my attorney. Now, you know, my parents are middle class and they don't, you know, no great fortune. They're not millionaires, but there were certain things that were important to my father. And we, I'm sure, you know, we'll have a house to sell and all those things, but it was important that we didn't have to think about it and worry about it. Like he said, I want the cheapest coffin possible, mm-hmm. whatever they, you know, bury poppers in. And when your mother objects to that and wants the most expensive coffin, then honor that. Right. And we you know how to chuckle, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it, that's important. So when you're grieving, you know, you have so much heaviness and, you know, Jean, we talked last week, my mother is dying. Mm-hmm. And so this all of my effort good. right now, thank you is to, make her comfortable, do things for her, but I don't have to worry about where's the will. I don't have to worry about where's the safety deposit box, you know, and that is a huge burden relieved. I saw just yesterday, I belong to a financial independence group and a woman had posted that her fiance had died unexpectedly in a motorcycle crash. Now they weren't married. So then she doesn't get what he has. And so anyway, she posted all this stuff and I don't know if we're money for funeral costs. Now there are people in the group who are kind enough to donate, but not everyone has that opportunity and not everyone's going to be able to come and save you 
and take care of that. So that's why I think that it's so important to plan. It gives you peace of mind. You make decisions. So you know what? Maybe the $5,000 funeral and a green burial is a better option than, you know, a twenty dollars or $25,000 option that is just not affordable. And, you know, one thing I'm passionate about, I'm a cat mom, and I can't tell you how many times I see, oh, the person died and they, the family doesn't want the pet. So that pet that has provided comfort all their life is either thrown in a shelter where it's probably going to be euthanized or thrown out on the street. And because I'm passionate about that, I don't like to see that happen. So they're in addition to wills and things of that nature, what are who's going to take care of your pets? Not only mm-hmm. long term, mm-hmm. but immediately afterwards. And then let's talk a moment about our digital afterlife. Do you want your Facebook page still up? What if you've purchased all these movies and music online? That's your property. What's mm. to be done with that? You wow, know, that's you, something to consider. I never thought yeah, about that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because some people might not want that. They're also, I have some on my website, I have some links to all this. But if you want to create a video message or send an email after you've died to just a loving note, maybe to comfort people, you know, all those options that you can do digitally. And so there are all these things you need to consider. Now, I don't know about Eugene, but I've worked really hard for my money and I want it to go to people mm-hmm. and causes I care about. I don't want to go mm-hmm. to the government. You know, Aretha Franklin, and they're still the building. And how long has the queen been dead? Has it yes. been a de- decade? They're still, you know, talking about Prince's estate. That hasn't been settled. You need to have a clear will. If not, the state's going to come in. They're not doing that because they're nice. You know, that's going to cost you money. You know, all these things. When you set that up it gives you peace of mind and it gives your family peace of mind so if something unexpected you know we talked a moment ago all the floods in germany going on over a thousand people look at the condo collapse in miami yes. someone's going to have to deal with that if it wasn't taken care of and we never know when our number is going to call be called we all hope we have a long life but stuff happens and so you know wouldn't you want if you have a cat or a dog you love to have peace of mind they're going to be taken care of instead of worrying well they might be thrown out on the street. And, yes. you know, with children, who is going to be if something were to happen to you? Who do you want raising your children? What values do you want instilled with them? Do you want to keep the home, have it set up that they can stay in that home? Or do you want it sold and have them have a fresh start? You know, these are all things to consider. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, that is so much to share for us to be aware of so many things that we don't really even think about it. And I, I, we don't even think about that. And, you know, as you were talking about uh, your experience, and it reminded me when my before my grandmother passed away, she made me in charge of her funeral. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. But she had gone to the uh, funeral home, set up what she wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, she planned everything. and But I was the one to kind of make it happen. And even though it was kind of uncomfortable because of my emotion, I said, mm-hmm. you know, I want to really do what she yes. wants to do. And, um, you know, I was gifted with the powerful vision about a month before she passed away. I kind of saw her ascend to heaven. And I, uh, mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, it was so emotional. And I said, well, it may not be long. And I, you know, went to the funeral home and, you know, checked on affairs, which helped me get myself ready. So uh, thank you for sharing that because, you know, preparation is important, even though it's not something that we really might enjoy doing, but it does give peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Julie, you're going to share with us some 
prompts to help us spring clean, <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll help with some prompt, but can I offer a couple sure. other suggestions? Sure, sure, sure. Sure. So I'm thrilled that you asked for this because it's really important as we've talked about to take action. So there are a couple things I like to say, have tools in your toolbox. So if you are overwhelmed and if you have clutter in your life, you're most likely overwhelmed. One of the things that I always say to people is just stop and take a deep breath because if you're overwhelmed, you can't think. So stop, Mm -hmm. take a couple Mm -hmm. deep breaths, you know, that you can go online to YouTube if you want to get more advanced Uh, breathing techniques. I'm personally a fan of Dr. Weil. The other thing that's really important is to ground. And I'm happy to lead a quick exercise if you'd like on how to ground. Okay, fine. Go for it. So the the easy way to ground, we'll do one that's a little more detailed, but just go outside in your bare feet and connect to the earth. That is something that is immediately going to ground you or go and hug a tree. You hug a big tree, that's going to help ground you. But what I like to do when I wake up each morning is I sit in a chair, bare feet or in socks, and I close my eyes and I visualize in around my first chakra, so just above my tailbone, kind of in the center there, I visualize a tree trunk. And you can have fun. You can visualize an anchor or a chain if that's makes more sense to you but I visualize a tree about six inches in diameter and this tree goes all the way down and I see it going down through the rich earth and then I see it connecting to the center of the earth kind of that iron center that's pliable and flexible but also super strong and I visualize that and I see roots getting into that center. And then from my feet I visualize the same thing smaller trees coming out and the roots from both feet going into the center of the earth. And when I do that, I'm completely grounded. And it's something that takes 15 seconds, but it helps set you because when you become overwhelmed, you're ungrounded and you are, what I like to visualize is being on the bungee cord and I'm like, rear, rear, rear. It's like you're going (laughs) in and out. So those are three quick ways to get grounded. And then if you're ready, I'll share some prompts and how about on forgiveness? How does that sound? Okay, but I want to just make a comment about your sure. grounding exercise because I, you know, when I get kind of overwhelmed or whatever, I do exactly that. I go and walk bare feet. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love, uh, I'm, I'm an early riser and, you know, I go outside before the sun rise and, you know, go into my own grounding procedures as above, so below, you know, and I, I, I understand what you're saying, getting anchored as above, so below. And I love this exercise and I hope listeners will try it and tune in to ground yourselves. It's so important. So, okay, go ahead with the forgiveness. All right. And remember, if you are listening to this in the car, you can play it again because I don't want you driving and trying to do this. So, What I always suggest when you're going to do some journaling is find a quiet space, do it when it's a good time for you because you don't want to be distracted. You don't want to say, oh, are the kids going to get into something and make a mess or I've got to be at a meeting in five minutes. Do it when you have the time. So I want to talk about some prompts for forgiveness. And then once I share some prompts, I'm going to give another suggestion to support you even more. So think about these. Who haven't I forgiven? Why haven't I forgiven this person or persons? What benefits do I receive when I don't forgive? How does not forgiving harm me? 
How can I forgive this person? What one step can I take right now to forgive this person? And then I'm going to encourage you to do these same prompts, and I'll read them for yourself. Because in addition to not forgiving others, how many times have we not forgiven ourselves? So why haven't I forgiven myself? What benefit do I receive when I don't forgive myself? How does not forgiving myself harm me? How can I forgive myself? What one step can I take right now to forgive myself? And I'm going to give you, if you're interested, one additional step to take. When I created my journal prompt series, because I work with people who have clutter and overwhelm, one thing that I did a little differently that I haven't seen in any other journal prompt books was that I created, after the questions, a little line with the little lotus at the end. And so once you've written out your answer, you can, when it's like a legal pad, so you can either do this or use a highlighter. Same thing is to go through your answer, and I would wait, you know, Give it a day or two, and, you know, when you're writing, just write whatever comes. Don't censor yourself. If it's misspelled, if it's rushed, or it's just a fragment of a thought, now's not the time to be the grammatical editor. So once you've taken a day or two and written responses that, go back through and highlight what do you think is most important. Take out of your response what it is that you need to do or what is the nugget of that that's most important because if you're free flowing it's just really coming from the heart maybe you need to get rid of some things and get some of the anger out but then underneath that maybe there's a bit of sadness and that's what you really want to tune into and get into that deeper part of that so that's just a second part you don't need to do that but a lot of times the more we break things down when you have clutter it easier it's easier to release it this is absolutely beautiful. Forgiveness is the key because we pack so much emotionally and what mentally and spiritually. And uh, as they say, we radiate out our inner self. So it is so powerful. And those techniques, those prompts are so empowering. So I do invite listeners to take advantage of those powerful techniques and you know, tune back in and hear more. And I love to share, you know, an article that I wrote uh, in Savannah East, which is the innate power of true forgiveness, where, you know, I talk about a com- the need for a compassionate heart to reflect love and evolve spiritually, because that's exactly what we do when we forgive. Yeah, a thousand percent. It's, uh, it, it's forgiveness is for you and me. It's not for the other person. They probably moved on and aren't even aware of it. Forgiveness is to support you. Yes, it is. That is so true. And it's such a powerful, it's, it's so freeing. You know, mm-hmm. you can hold on to what grudges or blaming people or whatever. And, you know, people have moved on and here you are still stuck. Yeah, right, right. Yes. And I always I always look at the fact that uh, you know, we're all kind of divine sparks, whether you know, we believe it or not. And, you know, as people come into my life, I say, Well, even if they're unpleasant or whatever, you know, the point is they're showing me or teaching me. So for that I'm grateful. 
And uh, I think we're up for another commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on spring cleaning your life with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer, certified life coach, author of Cat Clutter 365 Prompt Series, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best selling authors international, news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as the transcripts of Mary Magdalene, for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. 
That's gene72farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Julie Carasio, award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer, certified life coach, and author of Got Clutter? 365 journal prompt series, Reclaim Time, Money, Sanity, and Resources. Who doesn't want to do that? On our show today, Spring Cleaning Your Life. And Julie, thank you so much for sharing the tools for forgiveness and grounding. They are so empowering. They really are. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. Yes, yes, yes. And I have a question for you because, you know, on my show, Love Light, we talk a lot about worthiness and Mm -hmm. self-love and things of that nature. And uh, what is your take on uh, how decluttering impacts our feeling of worthiness and love? Sure. Great question. So how it makes sense to me and how I've always described it is we either feel like something it stems from not feeling good enough not feeling worthy or not feeling loved you know another way to look at that is we're either coming from fear or love so if we don't feel loved if we don't feel worthy that can absolutely prevent us from decluttering and moving forward if we don't feel we're worth it well why make the effort i'm not good enough i'll never be good enough so why try why bother and that can be a really dark and lonely place that we can get ourselves into. And so one thing that I, I say this all the time, you are good enough, you are worthy, and you are loved no matter what. And I was doing an interview once, and she worked with the prison population. And I said, yeah, of course it applies to them too. You know, do we make mistakes? Do we do things that are quote-unquote wrong? Absolutely. But that doesn't take away from the inherent goodness of us that we are good you know sometimes I believe it's just a snap that one of us goes one direction in life and one of us takes another so it's really important working on your self-esteem believing you are loved and if you're listening right now and struggling I love you I know Jean loves you that's what her whole show is about you are about love you (laughs) are and you are not alone and I think that that's something to remember but if you struggle with this then it would absolutely make sense that you are challenged into cluttering. So I would say to you, what thing can you do to improve your self-esteem? Just simply standing in the mirror, look yourself in the eye. How easily can you say, I love you? How easily can you say, I'm awesome? How easily can you say, I believe in you? That is one small thing that you can do every morning to start your day. And it's it's not always easy looking yourself in the eye. So then do it when you're in the shower. You're getting ready for work. Do some affirmation. I am good enough. I am worthy. I am loved. I am powerful. I am amazing. Get in the habit of doing your affirmations in the shower. Or if you're stuck in traffic, instead of stewing, start some affirmations. And then that helps with rewiring your brain. And that helps you get in the habit. Because if your habit's always like, nothing's ever going to change. I suck. People suck. Get out of that groove and start retraining your brain. I love that because... Our thoughts and feelings create our reality. And I like for our audience of listeners to know that you're not your mistakes. You're not your stories. You are love. So 
change the script. When you start that negative self-dialogue, I'm not worthy, oh, things are not going to change, you have the power to make it so. So empowering, Julie. Now, let's talk about who you work with and uh, maybe share some success stories or favorite stories. Sure. Well, I work with people who are ready to change their lives. That's really it in a nutshell. A lot of times, as we've been talking today, they're overwhelmed. They have clutter and they're just, where do I start? I don't know what I should do. And one thing that I've created that your listeners can sign up for my newsletter and receive is a prioritizing your clutter assessment. It's a quick little five-page assessment. You answer it and then it's going to tell you this is the area that you should start decluttering. So that's something I wanted to create for people so that they could get started. So these are people who know they have clutter, they're not sure what, and they're ready to take action. So that's in a nutshell who I work with. Great. Wonderful. And uh, tell us about your books and, you know, resources, other resources that you have available. Sure. Uh, and then I just, if you want, I'll share a couple little success sure. stories. If that, sure. I know sometimes I love that. examples, I'm sorry you asked that and I forgot. No so, problem. <laughs> so one of my things I talk about a lot, Gene, is that what is going on the inside is reflected on the outside. And so I had a client, she was awesome. And her, everything was really pretty organized and clutter free, except she had this huge pile of papers that were about three feet tall. And hopefully I haven't shared this uh, with you before, but it was, it's so powerful. It's why I like to share it. And so I was like, okay, what's this pile of paper? And she started to talk about it. And she explained to me, she said, well, those are articles and clippings that I'm saving that I'm going to send to people. And I said, okay, but well, we've had this pile for a couple of years. And so as we started to talk, she said, and she started to cry and she said, I'm afraid if I don't send these articles or send these cookbook recipes that people won't love me. They'll think that I'm not connected to them. And as soon as she was able to voice that, she cried and she said, I know that's not true. Of course they love me. I don't need to prove my love or they don't need to receive this to love me. And we were able to put the whole pile into the recycling bin. And that's what gets me excited about doing this. You know, I mentioned a moment ago, maybe if you start out for anger and realize underneath is sadness. Yes. Everyone listening knows what is best for them. And I'm just a tool to support people and bringing that to the surface and helping them to decide what works best for them. And so, you know, there, people might not think that decluttering can have such power. I'll never forget when I first started to work with someone, we were working on socks of all things, but she had a memory and it came to the surface and it was about being abused. I mean, this work can really bring up really powerful memories. And so we were to say, okay. And then I said, let's get you in touch with a therapist who can support you and healing from this abuse. And I, who would have thought sorting socks yes. would lead into that, but it's really powerful work. And you know, whatever's going on the inside is reflected on the outside and vice versa. And so when you declutter, then you're going to be able to work on all these different areas and it just helps heal you on so many levels. Wow, that is so powerful, so powerful, and a great story because, you know, subconsciously we just can start accumulating things and maybe have intentions to do something with it, but we never do. So it is time to take inventory, to 
you know, I ask the listeners, take a minute and look around, look around your environment, you know, assess what you're thinking, how are you feeling? And as Julie indicated, you know, don't get overwhelmed, take advantage of the free assessment that she's given uh, to start taking some small steps, right, Julie? Absolutely. Each step makes a difference. And I just want to remind people that everything is energy and you don't have to be a hoarder. As one example, let's just talk a moment about physical clutter. You don't Mm -hmm. need to be a hoarder to if you have a closet of things you don't wear, right? Because that's energy at the back of your mind. That's energy stagnating. That's energy taking up space and not allowing for opportunity or things that would motivate you or things that would get you excited to come into your life. That is so powerful. I know when I was moving to a, a, a new home and I had all of this stuff and I, I had my carport full of stuff. And, you know, each morning I'm like, well, you know, go back out and take another look. Maybe you could you. And I'm like, no, one more. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going back. You know, and I just donated, you know, lots of things, furnishings or whatever, because, you know, it's like you don't need it. So that part of you that want to always kind of go back, it's like, no, I'm, I'm starting a new journey and I don't want to take the clutter or things that no longer serve me with me. Yes, that's yes. fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for being such an amazing guest on Love Like Today. You have provided us with so much empowering information. So I like to just ask our listeners to tune in again, you know, uh, learn how to forgive, let go, you know, release the clutter. You know, you can make a difference in your own life. You don't have to be the victim. You don't have to be at the whim of others. So thank you so much, Julie. And I like to ask listeners to join me in sending love light to your beloved mother and family during this time. Oh, thank you, Jean. I really appreciate that. And I know that it'll be received. And I just would like to let people know if they like to find out more information about me, they can yes. go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com. I mentioned if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get your little free assessment for your clutter priorities and then have my books, the podcast, my classes, all good stuff there that can support people. If you're, I believe in the, if you're a DIYer, there's a lot of good stuff for you to support you into cluttering your life. Wow. Powerful. And thank you for your gifts and the information shared. Thank you so much, Julie. Oh, and I forgot free gift. Oh, Sorry. Okay. So yes. Free I just, it slipped my mind. So you sign up for the newsletter. The first person that does will get a free book of their choosing. Wow. What a gift. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So listeners take advantage of that. All right. Yes. So today we have really been inspired and encouraged with empowering tools and insights from our amazing guest, Julie Carasio. Take inventory and begin to clear clutter to open space and create what you desire. It's never too late. And take advantage of Julie's free gift and connect with her to learn more. Tune in next week for our show, Be Loved by Loving Yourself with Linda Dyer. Share your insights from our Love Light shows and Love Practice weekly exercises that are posted on the blog page of my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com, and email me at gene72ferris at yahoo.com, and I look forward to hearing from you, and I'll share your comments live on my show. You can also visit my additional website, Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, Conscious loving.com for more insights. 
You know, clear and clutter gives us a sense of clarity, calmness, and control. You know, there's a quote by Joshua Becker. The first step in crafting the life you want is to get rid of everything you don't. It is a clearing. Let's tidy up our lives. Sort ourselves out. Return things where they belong. Give away what no longer, what you no longer need. And you will see the abundance in your life. Perhaps before considering a new purchase, take inventory of what you already have before purchasing something new. And owning less is better than organizing more. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Release the burden and chaos of physical, mental, spiritual, emotional clutter. Minimize to maximize enrichment in your life. Today is the day you rid yourself of anything that distracts you from your best life. I am Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your Love Light host. Remember, an empowered self is a loving self, and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.